Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short. So glad to have you along with us today as we get into the Word of God, talk about it, and allow it to change our lives. And this week, we've been talking about being thankful to God. Of course, here in America, this is Thanksgiving week. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving Day. I hope you'll tune in then. We'll t- we're going to talk about what happened that first Thanksgiving, some of the truths, some of the myths, some of the misinformation we might correct, how it truly was a day of thanksgiving to God, and how thanksgiving in our country is meant to be a day of thanksgiving to God. I don't like calling it Turkey Day. If you ever call that around me, I'll not probably not speak up, but I'll inwardly say, no, this is more than about what we eat. This is a day about giving honor and glory to God, and how awesome that we have a day designed for that. Let's get into talking about some thanksgiving here. What do you give to someone who's got everything? Is that, is that a question you ever have on your shopping list? It is on ours. We, you know, what do you give to the person who has everything? Well, if there's one person who has everything, it's God. He really does. Psalm 50 tells us God is speaking to the people who've come and offered sacrifices to him. And he says, I don't, I'm not upset with you because you've offered the sacrifices prescribed in the law, but understand something. I don't need those sacrifices. If I were hungry, I wouldn't tell you. I've got everything I need. I don't need your money. I don't need your service. I've got angels who do what I who do my bidding. Money-wise, I've got the cattle on a thousand hill. I've got all the animals of the forest. Everything in the world is mine. I, I God has unlimited resources. There's nothing you have that you possess that you can hold in your hand that somehow God needs. And so what do you give to God? He goes on in the psalm and he tells us this. He who offers a sacrifice of thanksgiving honors me. And to him who orders his way aright, I will show the salvation of God. There's something that you and I, no matter how wealthy you are, no matter what assets you have, no matter what resources you have, you have the ability, every single person, The wealthiest person in the world can't give any more of what I'm about to say, and the poorest can't give any less of what I'm about to say, and that is to give to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving, to honor God with thanks, to do so from a genuine and a pure heart. In the world, people seem to be complaining, complaining, complaining. Israel did this right after God had delivered them from 400 years of slavery. They were in Egypt, they were slaves building these pyramids, making these bricks. And they were doing all this hard work and it was an oppressive life. And God delivered them out of Egypt and then he brought them through the Red Sea and they got out into the wilderness. And what did they do? They complained. They wondered what are we, they they began to long for their past life. They began to say, well, at least we had security there. At least we had food. We didn't have to trust God. We weren't in a place of dependency, shall we say. They were safe and secure in their oppression. They complained and they complained. And we read in Philippians, 
that as Christians, we should do all things without grumbling or complaining. So that way, we will show ourselves to be lights in a dark, dark world. Christian friend, there are few things you can do to stand out more in this world than to be a giver of thanks. I call it being a good finder, finding reasons to give thanks, finding reasons to praise God, finding reasons to have a joyful spirit, finding reasons, even finding good things in those people you're around, things to encourage and speak a kind word. Few things you can do. Speak well about your boss. Speak well about your employment. Speak well about your living situation. Speak well about your your, your finances. Speak well about your health. Speak well about your family. Speak well about your loved ones. Speak well about our country. And I'll tell you, in every one of those things I just said, you can find problems. You can find something to complain about. And sometimes we need to acknowledge needs that need to be addressed, need to be confronted, need to be spoken of. But I find it best to to have those things in an atmosphere of being a good finder, a person who's grateful, a person who's thankful, a person who somehow in the midst of the problems can see good. I find that's how people grow. I, I, I used to disciple people by always pointing out their faults. And, you know, to be honest, it's kind of discouraging. And uh, always pointing out where they're falling short. I used to do that with my own self. Always pointing where I'm falling short, where I'm not doing good enough. It was kind of a discouraging life, to be honest. And as I learned to become a good finder, and I learned to, Philippians 4.8, dwell on what's good and true and right and pure, and that's Jesus Christ, and I focused my attention instead of on my own faults or the faults of other people, I focused my attention and helped others focus their attention on our Lord Jesus Christ. That's how we grow. That's how we rise above. That's how we become inspired. That's how we find joy in our life, and that's how we're lifted up. And then we begin to experience more and more victories, and that's what God wants us to do. And so we offer to God a, a heart of thanksgiving. We, we see the good in what God has brought into our lives. We, we, again, we don't ignore what needs to be fixed. We don't ignore what we need to bring to God in humble, in humility, asking for help, asking for grace. We don't ignore that. We bring our requests to God, but in a spirit of thanksgiving. Remember, even when we pray, Philippians 4, 6, and 7 tells us, Uh, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God with thanksgiving. I remember years ago, I was in a situation where I, I was without, we, we were really out of money and I mean, really out of money. And I was anxious about it and I was nervous and I was praying to God and I was saying, God, how, you know, I'm praying and I'm praying fervently and the money's not coming in, nothing's appearing, what do I do? I mean, I'm trying as hard as I can, but I'm anxious. And I was praying and praying, and I remember after days of praying, you know, every day, and I was walking around, and, 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 I, and I said, Lord, I'm still anxious. I've been praying. You promised I wouldn't be anxious. And so I'm going to open up this Bible and read it to you. And indeed, I've been praying, be anxious for nothing, man, everything, by prayer and supplication, let your requests be known to God, you see? And I opened up my Bible, and I held it up to God, and I began to read it out loud to him. And I realized I had forgotten two words, 
with thanksgiving. I'd been praying and supplicating. I'd been asking, but I hadn't been giving thanks in my prayers. No wonder I was anxious. No wonder I was stressed. I was only obeying part of the verse. Be anxious for nothing but in, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. And when I began to give thanks to God, the anxiety d- diminished. The anxiety went away because I was giving thanks to God. Remember we said yesterday, and I want to emphasize, that when we thank God, don't just let it be in your heart. That's important. But let it be in your words. We read in Hebrews 13, 15, through him then, through Jesus then, let us continually offer to God, a sacri- uh, offer a sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of lips that give thanks to his name. I hope that we're talking about Thanksgiving this week. Tomorrow is a day of Thanksgiving, but let's let it be a way of, our, a way of life. Let us continually offer this sacrifice to God. The fruit of our lips that give thanks to his name. One way we can thank God is we should be singing to the Lord. In, there's so many psalms on this, but this morning I just want to read a bit from Psalm 96. Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord. Bless his name. Proclaim the good news of his salvation from day to day. Tell of his glory among the nations his wonderful deeds among all the peoples. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the peoples are idols. But the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. All the other gods, they're idols. They're man-made. They're in our imagination. But our God made the heavens. He made the earth, all that is in the seas, everything. God made you. He is the Lord God. And so sing to the Lord. Can I say the the value in my life? Sometimes I've learned that sometimes the things that give us victory are simple things. They don't require a lot of money, effort, or even rocket science brilliance. Sometimes they're simple things. I speak the words of God's praise. I speak the words of thanksgiving. I don't just think them. I say them out loud. I pray them to God. I sing to the Lord. You say, but you don't have a good voice. Well, then go into the shower and sing where no one will hear you. Go somewhere, go for a walk, go somewhere where, but there's something about singing. This is why in our daily word and prayer, every Sunday, we talk about a song because we want to be people who sing. Christianity is a singing religion. Not every religion is, but God's put a new song in our heart a song of praise to our God. And when we sing to God, it does something to our soul. I hope you've learned that secret. Sometimes the secrets to joy and victory are so simple. Praise the Lord. Give him thanks. Find the good in what God is doing. Honor him. Fire up that faith to believe what God is doing. Sing it to the Lord. Find those who are the songwriters who are so excellent at in in putting into words what we would like to say and who know how to express it in beautiful music, which is a joy to the soul. These are things you and I can do to be thankful people. Amen. Father in heaven, thank you, thank you, thank you. You've been so good to us. You've blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly place in Christ. 
Thank you. You've given us redemption, justification, salvation. You're making us more and more like Jesus every day. You're making us holy. We thank you, Father, for the word of God. Hallelujah. It's a treasure. It's been around. It's the book of books. It is the, it is the good book. It's the book of God. It teaches us your ways. It teaches us how to live. It gives us wisdom far above any others, far above any self-help book, far above the bestsellers. Your word, your word will, is, is established. It lasts forever. Father, we thank you for our earthly blessings. You've been so good, food and shelter. We don't take these things for granted. Some people don't have them. Clothing that we have, the abundance we have, the relationships we have, the people who love us and that we are called to love. Oh, Father, yes, it's not perfect in, in all of our ways, but Lord, you're perfecting us. And you're using even the difficult times, the hardships, the trials, the relationships that, are, that we're struggling with. You're using even the difficult times to make us more and more that beautiful diamond that reflects the glory of Jesus Christ. We're overflowing with thankfulness today. We want it to be part of our life. We want this fruit of our lips to always be a part of who we are. We bless you and we love you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Hey, folks, thanks for being along with me. I hope you are still with me. If you're still with me, I know you're serious about being a, a Christian. I hope you come and join us every single day. We've got a community that's growing here. There are new people coming and checking it out regularly. If that's you, I hope you subscribe and become part of our community. Come Make a commitment to come here every day for the next few weeks. I guarantee your life will change. I really do because there's power in the Word of God. Talking about it and praying about it makes a difference. So like the video, share with your friends, subscribe, and so on. To those of you who are regularly here, uh, can I share a quick thing about this upcoming fundraising season? The end of the, the year is a big fundraising time for us, as it is for most nonprofits. I found out just yesterday that many corporations you can give through your company, and many of them will match it, especially I know some corporations that are on Giving Tuesday next week, that people who give, it'll be matched double. And so if you're in a company that has the gifts to non has a giving program to nonprofits, our ministry, Tom Shore Camps Ministries, qualifies. You can go to your HR department, ask them to put us on the list. Any gift that you would give through your company would be doubled, uh, might be doubled if your company does that, um, if you give next Tuesday on Giving Tuesday. So check into that, look into it. I'd appreciate any support you offer, partnership you offer with us along that lines. So we're here tomorrow, 8.30 a.m. every day, or you can watch later in the day or even listen to the podcast on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platform. So until we meet tomorrow, my God bless you, strengthen you, and fill you with thanksgiving and joy. You've got something the world didn't give. Don't let the world take it away. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow for a special Thanksgiving message. Bye-bye.